This week, we answer more of life's tough questions, like, what do you do when your hair is racist? And, what do you do when the kid that you bought off the internet ends up being damaged? You're listening to the Fake Outrage Report. Hello and welcome to the Fake Outrage Report. Yes. Welcome, everyone. It's been a layoff. Yeah. And uh, But this is the Fake Outrage Report. For those of you who forgot, this is where we decide for every person in the world, quarantined world, uh, how they should feel. Yes, you think because COVID has shut down most of society, the outrage machine would be shut down, but you would be wrong. <laughs> uh, social justice warriors have even more time to be outraged. Uh, and thus the burden falls on us. That is true, actually. People are just home in front of their computers, and there's no sports or any other distractions. So, like, everyone is just, like, watching the news and getting angry all the time. (laughs) Yeah, that's actually a good point. Oh, by the way, hello, everybody. Uh, This is our first uh, mobile-slash-remote edition of the show, so if the audio sounds a little different, that's why. Um, So, Sandeep, what what did you do the last month or so of your life? Now, you went home for a while, right? You went back to Chicago for a couple weeks? Yeah, you know, on March 17th, I lost my taste and smell for five days completely. Mm-hmm. And then it would, took like two weeks to come back. And I think I had it. And I yeah. indeed have tested positive for the antibodies. So um, I think I'm over it. Luckily, it was very mild. And so uh, I didn't have anything else besides loss of taste and smell. Um, no, I'm so pretty I'm sure good. I had it back in and- February, too. Because <laughs> I had all the symptoms, like except for the taste thing. Well, you could get tested for free in New York, but I, not in New York. Well, not, I'm not in New York. Yeah, I'm home. I am uh, at my parents' house in Connecticut. I'm enjoying a sabbatical right now. Is what I'm doing. I've been spending enjoying home cooking and video games for the last month. It's been fucking awesome. Like you ever? You, yes, you we're ever... doing our. Uh, we're recording remotely. I'm in New York. Phil is in uh, Connecticut, mm-hmm. and our guest. Yes, Nathan Timmel. Hello. Now, you're coming from Iowa. That's right. Yes, Here we go. Uh, Iowa. Iowa City, Iowa, the corn state, flyover state, the <laughs> where the fuck is Iowa State? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So welcome to the show. And I know Nathan is a, a one of our listeners, and I think that that's, that's awesome to be able to get someone who actually messages me about the show on the show. Um, you know, well, It's not just that I'm a listener. I'm, I'm a bitter, jealous fan because <laughs> the, the idea, the format of look at all these people being outraged by shit. Let's talk about what... Uh, brilliant like the fake it's one of those things where i see it i'm like fuck i should have thought of that god damn it (laughs) well flattery does get you somewhere comedy in new york are you uh, are you uh quarantining iowa or do you live in iowa no i just i live in iowa i live in iowa and i just i play all the midwest comedy clubs and nice corporate gigs and one night bars and this is this is what i do for a living you can actually since Iowa is very affordable, you can make a living being a nobody comedian in the Midwest, and that's what I do. Yeah. By the way, if you are in the Midwest, awesome. and I know we do have a, a few people from the Midwest because uh, Sandeep's whole family well, in Chicago, I'm from Chicago listens so to the show. Yeah. That's a lot of <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, go check out Nathan Timmel. You know, NathanTimmel.com, Right. That's where you go to find your yeah. your schedule. All right. Yeah. So check that out for certain. Um, actually, I want to tell a quick Nathan Timmel anecdote before we actually start talking about other stuff. So I, um, I heard of Nathan Timmel when I, in like the year two thousand and like seven or eight, because I um, actually I heard him on the XM radio and he had this really funny bit about how he, he had a, a phone number that was one number off from a restaurant. Now, is that a real story, by the way? Yeah, it it is. Most of my comedy, if not all of it, is it begins in truth and then maybe has 10%, 5% lie at the end, <laughs> where whatever I'm doing, like, 
I'll add a tone of voice or I'll tweak what happened just enough mm-hmm. to make it funny, but it's all based in truth because I tell stories about my life. Yeah. So, so, so I'm not going to The gist of this make bit is, wacky that, shit. is that, so Nathan had a, a phone number that was one number off from a local restaurant. restaurant. So, so he would get like tons of phone calls. He asked them if they could change it and they told him to go fuck themselves. Told him to go fuck himself. So then he would just pick the phone up pretending he was the restaurant and like harass potential customers. Is that kind of the gist of... Uh, yeah, the, yeah, I haven't done that joke in a million years. So the yeah. lie in that joke is the name of the restaurant. I don't remember what the name of the restaurant really was, but when I told it on stage, it was the Gilded Truffle because mm-hmm. that is a restaurant in The Simpsons. And if I can make a reference, I will. I throw references into my act all the time when I'm when I'm tweaking yeah. or lying. And that was the lie there. Is I changed the name of the restaurant to a Simpsons reference. But yeah, I I would take reservations. I would, uh, well, and another lie is, uh, cause I haven't, I haven't told this joke in 10 years, but I would, I would, uh, in the thing I would say, I would, like if it was a big party, like a bachelorette party or a wedding party, I would say that I needed a credit card number for a deposit and that got a laugh and that was be true. But then the lie would be, and I used the credit card to buy shit. Obviously I wouldn't do that. Yeah. So that's the yeah. extension is it's true. I would piss off customers, but I wouldn't, you know, <laughs> steal from them to get that would, that would get me in trouble. Yeah. So the reason why I was so familiar with that track was because I used to drive back and forth between Connecticut and Florida. Cause I used to work at Disney world and uh, I have satellite radio and my radio is one of the ones with the option to save track. And that was one of my saved tracks. So when I was going down like a comedy playlist, I probably heard that at least seven or eight times just going back and forth between the states. So, and so then years later, wow. I'm eating I'm eating at a restaurant, Sandy, with Jake Vevra, who you know, and his phone pops up, Nathan Timmel, and I'm like, you know that guy? <laughs> and so, yeah, so, you know, the whole small world thing is very true. Yeah, um, just a nobody Iowa yeah. comic getting played on satellite radio. It's been very kind to me. Yeah. yeah Wait, are you on awesome. Jake's podcast? Yeah, He's, he is the other half of Jake's yes. podcast. Yes. Oh, that's where I know your name. Okay. Yes, I've been on your podcast. Okay. Excellent. Yes. I'm I'm looking at people and I'm not. Um, but I never I never saw him before. Yeah. Yeah. You've been on you've been on their show before, Sandy. Yes. Well, <laughs> I remember when he was on because uh, he made a joke, rightfully so. My internet kept going out, so it would be the three of us talking, uh, Sandy, yes. Jake, and I, and then I would just disappear for ten minutes, and then I would, hey, I'm back, and then I would be gone. It was just so he didn't even really get to talk to me much. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah that's I mean, right that's yeah that, that's how that went well anyway so sandeep um i understand you have uh one thing you wanted to mention or maybe a couple oh, things had, before I we got a into the actual stories points of outrage that happened to me in the last 48 hours and <laughs> i have not me. had this uh platformed event and uh you know i want to vent so um first okay we're all veteran comics and i was on a show called the uh brown i was on an indian show uh called the brown comedy show that's not the real name of it, but uh, it's something like that. Um, and uh, I posted a, I, I posted a, 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 you know, the flyer on Facebook uh, to promote the show as we do. And uh, by the way, I did the show once before, and so I knew the producer. Now this, this um, is a Zoom show, right? It, this new one was going to be a Zoom show. Yeah, the yeah, other one okay. was a live show. The, the, you know, I've got it was going that, to be but... a Zoom show. This this <laughs> intrigue. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I put, I put a Facebook post saying, do you like comedy, but dislike, uh, do you like comedy, but dislike diversity? We have the perfect show for you. The Brown comedy show. And, uh, then I posted the flyer and I tagged the comics as you do. And then I went to cook and I come back 
to a voicemail of a hundred one minute and twenty seconds, saying asking me how I could uh, disrespect the show and the producer like that, uh, and I come back to four texts uh, saying, "Not nice, you making fun of our show with the lack of diversity." Three qu- exclamation points. Do you think that by insulting what I'm doing, that makes me want to keep you in the show? Two exclamation, two question marks. Please do answer. I would appreciate you remove this post now. And so I answered saying, hey, just seeing this, try, it was just trying to be funny and to promote. It's obviously a joke. No disrespect. I will remove, though. Uh, her response, it is not funny. And disrespecting what I do, Anish understands, was another comic <laughs> on the show. I appreciate you promote without insulting what I'm doing. You tagged all the comedians in the show. Are you talking about me behind my back? I would like to know. <laughs> so, I was fine with letting, you know, having an understanding with the first one, but this second text pissed me off. And I'm like, look, this uh-huh. obviously rubbed you the wrong way. And uh, feel free to take me off the show. And then she's like, do you want me to drop you or I will remove the post and not do that again? And then I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to work with you anymore. Drop me off the show. Am I fucking being autistic or crazy here? Was that a ridiculous thing for a booker to get upset about? Would anyone like if it's a white comedy show, I get saying, hey, I'm on a non-diverse show because that's some sort of an insult in this. But this is a brown comedy show. That's obviously tongue in cheek. Is it? Am I going crazy? Comedy producers, comedy managers, comedy bookers are the least funny people in the world and it's sad you are not insane you immediately flashed me to a story that's nowhere near as funny but there was a a guy that had an in with a comedy booker and he said i'll bring nathan along as an opener said nathan i'll bring you along as an opener just reach out and tell him you want to open for me and so i trying to be cute and funny messaged the comedy booker my fault trying to be cute and funny i should have just been straightforward and said uh I can't remember. Who, I can't even. Dave, I think Dave wants me to open for him. And I so instead of just saying that, I said, hey, uh, you're using Dave for the these shows. He and I are gay lovers. I'd love to go with him. We can share a hotel room, whatever. <laughs> and so he contacts Dave. What's all this gay shit? Who's this Nathan? Tim? And I'm like, it was a joke. You know, like I just wanted to be on the show. So, yeah, he didn't get it as a. As, as anything, uh, just just complete, like, what is all this crap? Why is he say, I thought you were straight? Like, th- would it matter? It was just a dumb, yeah. So, no, you are not insane. In, if you don't mind me asking. Okay. Nate, what should state I, was Should that I, in? for our audience, should I play the voicemail that I got? Or do you think that would be boring? <laughs> I, I think that'd be boring because I think we got, okay. we, got, we got the gist of it. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah no, it, it's it. definitely, it is funny how in, 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 a, in an industry where they ask you simultaneously to be funny, but also be the utmost professional all the time. You know what I mean? Like they, they want both worlds. Right. I'm promoting this fucking show to my followers. And, you know, which is a, professional. Promoting right. is professional. And, and to get people to read everyone, you want to say something a little different, a little jarring, a little tongue in cheek instead of, hey, come to my show, guys. Uh, yes. Um, all right. Second thing that burned me up today. Uh, this I'm on a roll and I don't understand. And I don't normally get into Facebook. Uh, uh, so Beefs. this is my fault for, for looking at Facebook and trying to trying to text someone. But I one of our <laughs> one of someone I know who was a friend and I, I like them, but they posted the most insane. The 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 they posted a very annoying uh, post on Facebook and then it got so many likes. And I'm like, where the mm-hmm. fuck am I living? Nathan, I'm wanting to join you in Iowa. Here's the, here's the post. A lot of Teach for America people have been quiet on social media. 
all of this is which is weird because you love to share stories about how you inspired quote or felt inspired by black or brown kids or have those virtual signaling frame fo- photographs you're teaching. <laughs> so, and this got this has 125 likes, guys. And I I I I'm wrote assuming- yes. Let's insult the people who dedicated years to teach for America because they aren't active on social media. This is the post. Is like these fucking Teach for America people aren't posting on Facebook about enough about how they support the riots or whatever, and therefore they suck. I don't think that's who the the post is making fun of. I think what that person is trying to make fun of is the people that – because, well, Nathan, you're not on Tinder. At least I don't think you are um, behind your wife's back. But, like, once in a while on Tinder, you'll see somebody who, like, went to Africa on, like, one of those, you know – relief trips or whatever they're called and it's always in their goddamn profile it's one in seriously like eight or nine profiles at least in new york it is and uh, people like to like like the post said virtue signal and i think that um i don't think it's making fun of the people that actually go to africa i think it's making fun of more like the woke kids who post a lot of like uh yeah but these people on teach for america didn't go on a fucking vacation and posted it they spent two years of their life teaching in an underserved area and for people who post on Facebook, thinking, first of all, these are keyboard warriors. These are the cliche idiots that think they're doing something by posting on Facebook. And then these people are turning on their heads saying, yeah, we're the, we're the awesome woke kids because we post on Facebook. And fuck these people who don't post on Facebook, but instead do dumb shit like volunteer for two years to teach an underserved area. Those people are the posers and we're the real people. Am I fucking I have missing something here? Am I autistic? What the fuck is going on? Nathan. <laughs> maybe well, maybe are, they but, aren't posting but. how awesome it was to volunteer for two years because it sucked. Maybe that's why they're not posting how awesome it is. Maybe they <laughs> fucking hated all two years. My only experience with inner city school teaching was from season four of The Wire, and it didn't look good. So maybe <laughs> well, they're no, not be bragging fair, because they, they about- didn't like it. No, no. What she yeah. was angry about wasn't what the what, what the posts weren't angry about. Seemed wasn't that they weren't posting oh, they, about their right. Experience I'm of sorry. Teaching. They right. are posting about their experience of teaching, but then I guess with the um, this is now we're in the we're in the middle of the Mr. George the 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 killing of Mr. George and the riots about that um, that they aren't posting like solidarity with protesters. Right, outrage. I got, I, I, you, you did say that. I got, mind you. I, I got sidetracked yeah. by Phil. Yeah, yeah. Po- say what? Yeah, yeah. They're All not right. saying anything again. They're just not posting on Facebook. And now posting on Facebook is a sign that you're like serious about anything. Facebook is a is a soulless corporation and posting on Facebook is nothing. And this but I just this this thing 125 likes. I posted my thing and I got all I got you know a lot of pushback myself. Um what is happening? Yeah. What is happening? Well, the, uh, it pisses me off because I, I always shit on the virtue signalers and I get shit on for it. But when I'm assuming, I don't know who this person is, but I'm assuming it's a female comic puts it up hundreds of likes patted on the back. Um, but the thing is, is it, I think that there is a certain truth to some people in culture where if you post it online, you get the pat on the back and you get the dopamine hit from all the, your little woke friends being like, yeah, you know, speaking truth to power, you did it, you go girl, or like whatever the fuck. And I, I think to some people that actually is more important than doing, than actually doing things in real life. But these people now, this has become meta because these people are virtue signaling mm-hmm. there. And then they're insulting people who did teach for America for their virtue signaling when they actually did something like spend two years of their life instead of just posting something on Facebook. And now they're not only are they making them equivalent, they're saying they're better. 
it's it's blowing my mind. It's blowing my fucking mind. I'm, I'm with you. I got shit on. I, I'm, Ooh, yeah. I, I have an idea. I have I, an idea. Sandy, how many of the people that are liking it have changed their profile picture to say, I stand with George Floyd? If they haven't, <laughs> then you can push back on them. Like, oh, sure, you'll post a status update, but did you change your profile picture? Who's not yeah. serious about it now? You change your profile picture, and that's yeah. the only way you can show uh, a solidarity is by changing it or putting and, a frame and from on there. Amp it There's up from no there way that like, these oh, people, you, these people are the same people that go to the protests and then post on Facebook how they're at the protests, and they virtue signal that, and then they insult well, the people who spent two yeah, years of their going, life teaching in other areas. Going to protests, I think, I think going to protests counts. Um, I think people who only do the online thing, those people suck. But if you leave your house for something, I feel like it counts for the most part. No, going to protests suck. But what they're saying is that they don't like the people who taught for two years because they posted their the, their experiences online. <laughs> but these people went to protest one night, posted that shit online, and they're they're congratulating themselves and showing how woke they are. They're like, if you're going to be against, like, virtue signaling, I agree. I think going to protest is good. I don't think it's as good as teaching for America. I think that's an incredible sacrifice that, that people make. And, yeah, uh, I, I, it's not also it's not the same issue. And again, it shouldn't be two white guys and an Indian guy talking about this. But, um, you know, <laughs> one is is helping serve uh, underdeveloped nations and the other one is like police brutality. Like they're the only thing they have in common right. for a denominator is that it mostly deals with darker people. <laughs> but I don't think it's completely the same issue. Um, but I just wanted to get back to what Nathan said a minute ago is that like, and, and, and you know, they'll change their profile picture to the, uh, George Floyd or a BLM logo or whatever it is. But then once they do that, amp it up again and be like, Oh, have you blown a black guy this week? Cause if you haven't, you're still racist. Yeah. Uh, that one's, that one's somewhere interesting. <laughs> no, I mean, all we're right, supposed that's to at least mentioning. try to be absurd. All right. So, uh, do you want to do mine first or your viewers first today? Uh, well, I will do mine first uh, since I'm already okay. on a roll. I'm uh, I, this this next story comes to us from Australia. Uh, yes. A country is behind America on fake outrage, but has always looked to catch up. I really admire the Aussies for dude. They put up efforts. numbers the last year, or so I'm I'm, yeah. I'm proud of them. Um, they uh, they definitely hit a triple double. Uh, you know, maybe they didn't lead the league in scoring, but they you know did a lot of assists. Uh, did the little things, you know. Hell yeah. Um, so uh, an Aussie influencer said she's getting death threats after she sp- she sported a, quote, controversial hairstyle um, uh, on her in- influencer campaign. And that terrible hairstyle, guys, two colorful braids. Um, <laughs> that's right. Last week, Sarah <laughs> Stevenson, known by her YouTube handle as Sarah's Day, posted a pic for her new active wear line. Uh, she wore two colorful braids with extensions, and apparently all hell broke loose. Um, because people, white people wearing braids, guys, that's the problem. Uh, and so she tried to delete the comments. Then that drew more backlash. Um, some of the comments were your lack of awareness and belief that you can just delete comments of people trying to educate you. is disrespectful and concerning. And, educate. Uh, anyone who's educate. Yes. <laughs> Fuck anyone who's white, that, by the way, anyone who's white are saying, wow, they can't believe made her apologize. Y'all need to check yourself. One person wrote. Sarah did the right thing by recognizing the mistake. It's appropriation because it's based on the style of the braid and adding extensions, <laughs> the style that came from the black community as a way to maintain and keep their hair healthy. Blacks and people of color get ridiculed and don't get jobs based on their hair, even now. So when a white person does it and gets applauded, that's the problem. 
so what what did the braids look like? Were they like cornrows or spider braids or something that is typically associated with black people, or was no. it just like two braids? They no, looked was, like I, they looked like uh, the Swiss Miss girl, just tight braids what, that you've seen, like the Harley Quinn pigtails, one on each side. No, no, that was it. That, those are pigtails. Like they were they were twisted. They were braids, but yeah. I, I, this to me was the most absurd. I was like, <laughs> Australia, you have way too much time on your hands. I mean, God bless you. You have solved all of your problems because if you have time to get pissed off about this, <laughs> then you are just, you are in the clear. I, I thought that your country was on fire two months ago, but apparently all is well because you are pissed off because I could see if, if it was cornrows or if she had done some weird perm that made it look like an afro and, you know, looked like it was mocking. It's literally a pretty woman with long braids that I think were pink, like they had to die to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A- and I'm just looking at the picture going, wow, it's, it's fucking so insane. So they're, they're like tight and little. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's pretty reasonable if someone is a, I guess Sandy, if this like lady is a fitness personality, am I right in saying that? Or like oh, a man. Is Instagram she a influencer or whatever the fuck she is? This, this woman has a body on her. Uh, <laughs> this woman is gorgeous. Uh, okay. But yeah, she's a, she's a tight fitness woman, and she has two braids. Mm-hmm. Two. Oh, and okay. that was part of the outrage. Is if you scroll down the article, um, mm-hmm. there are pictures of her where she just has a ponytail that's braided and twisted into itself, and that's apparently fine. Apparently, a ponytail <laughs> that is twisted and turned into a braided ponytail. It was only, and she writes that she goes, "I always wear my hair in a ponytail. It's usually like this. It's only when it is twin ponytails that, for some reason." Yeah. It becomes... And actually, I don't see the pink now. That was in her uniform. It's a little... got a blue tint. It says there was color in it's it. It's like whitish blue. Yeah. pink. I had something like that. But the whole... But Sandeep is right. Her, she's fucking smoking. Um, the only thing I am outraged about regarding this story is her apologizing and saying that using the line, I educated myself. I need to educate myself. Thank you for educating me. What she should have written is fuck you. Fuck all of you. (laughs) This poor woman was broken. I feel so bad from her comments. She's I'm going to read some excerpts. She wrote off like three paragraphs on her Instagram. Some excerpt. I just get sad if I make anyone upset, you know, although this is from the videos that she has videos as well. My whole channel and everything I do is making you happy and empowering everyone in any way. I don't want you to feel sorry for me. I get really anxious and shaky if I make people sad. I hate conflict. Uh, She said she was not making excuses or trying to justify uh, but she didn't know that what she was doing, and not once did I think about cultural appropriation. I even across my mind, I wouldn't have done it because you guys know I hate conflict. I hate controversy. Oh my God, what are we doing to this poor woman? What she is happening? That she should have known better. That's the funniest part to me. It's like there's no fucking way. Like I understand if she, you know, had like a Ghana flag or a patch on her fucking, you know, sports bra while she was posing, and she, you know, she was wearing like a, you know, a basket on her head or something else. That's like that would be appropriation. But this is literally just braids. <laughs> it's fucking like fuck all these people. But that's really where I'm at with this. Yeah, and she said if she had known. Well, the problem is. In the moving of the goalposts, there are yes. certain things that are standards. Don't use the N-word. Don't do blackface. But when it comes to braids, that kind of comes out of nowhere. I mean, it's it's absurd. Um, like, like I said earlier, if she had done some 
cornrows thing that yeah i mean there there's a way to show that you are obviously mocking someone and she was just striking a pose and and had her hair styled that was it and so for people to be out it's it's moving the goalposts now we're angry about braids yeah next week it's gonna be oh you uh you should just shave your fucking head because if you have hair at all you know, that's really insensitive to people with with cancer and are undergoing treatment how dare you <laughs> How yeah, dare you, you not, mock them? Sinead yeah. O'Connor never learned her lesson. That's why uh, she was uh, taken out of circulation. That and the Pope picture, but uh, yeah. no. Yes. <laughs> Only her and Michael Jordan should be able to sport a bald look. And Charles yeah, Barkley, but then if, w- w- once, you, once you shave your head, you're, you're mocking bald people, and you're, you're bald shaming, and you have hair privilege, or whatever the fuck else. Uh, you're you appropriating know. bald culture, is what you're doing. You're, you're, you're attacking follically challenged people. Yeah, yeah, no, directly. That is how that goes. Yeah, so I think this one is is pretty much a slam dunk with uh, with fake outrage. Uh, I, I don't know unless you guys have some type of. We are in a pandemic, guys, and this is what people this is what people do. Well, yeah. we are in a pandemic, but apparently Australia isn't because they have all the yeah. time in the world to get angry over a you know a pretty woman with braids. Yeah, yeah. who is just trying to empower them and teach them fitness? Apparently, who just wants everyone to be healthy, but fuck her for trying to make people healthy. Well, also, too, like, uh, it's like, if you're a fitness person, having your hair tightly tied is a good idea. Because, you know, like, if you're seeing a girl who, like, has her hair loose trying to work out and shit, it it always gets all over her face and, you know, wrapped around her neck, somehow, all all that kind of weird shit. No, that's a goddamn good point. Yeah, you don't want big, poofy hair when you are working out, when you are exercising. Goddamn good point. Exactly. So, yeah, I really don't see the outrage in this one. So uh, I think uh, I'm voting fake outrage. I don't know if you guys are. I hope you are. Yeah, uh, it's a big it's a big sus- mystery. It's a big suspense. What will we vote? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Yeah, fake outrage. To me, it's, it's, it's suspenseful as Biden or Trump. Hmm. Which oh, way Jesus. will I lean? <laughs> yeah. Fucking flip a clone with that one. But anyway, so speaking of, uh, you know, swing states and voters, we're this next story, we're going to come back stateside. Uh, this one comes to us from Ohio. Uh, slash YouTube comes from the internet, but it happened in Ohio, where uh, a woman named Micah Stoffer, who's uh, apparently a pretty famous YouTube personality, she's over seven hundred thousand subscribers. She does a channel about uh, family tips and raising and household fix, you know, tips and all this kind of stuff. Uh, she sparked a, a some outrage because one of her kids was adopted from China, and the kid's name was Huxley. They adopted him in twenty sixteen. And recently they found out that he was autistic and uh, they felt that he'd be better to get, quote, unquote, rehomed and under the care of a professional who had better training than them. Um, and as soon as they put out a video announcing like, hey, Huxley's no longer part of the family and, you know, we love him and all this, you know, stuff, they got lit the fuck up on the Internet. Basically, they everyone just said, like, you know, fuck you. How dare you? abandon this kid essentially uh and not actually go through with the parenting responsibilities that you signed up for um and it got so bad that they actually had to hire a lawyer who wrote like a detailed statement for them and i'm just gonna do like two quick points from that um basically the lawyer said that it was a team of medical professionals who advised them that it would be best with another family to put huxley so uh, I don't know what you're th- you're an actual parent, Nathan. So you're you're someone who might have a better opinion on this than me or Sandeep. Did any of this story jump out at you? 
Yes, I'll uh, I'll play. I'll show my cards right up front. Mm-hmm. I, I will not keep anyone in suspense. <laughs> I'm I'm just gonna say right up front, fake outrage, because to me okay. the real outrage should have been at the beginning of the story when mm-hmm. these fucking horrible, shallow, vacuous people who already had kids sat down and conspired and went, huh, what can we do to keep our brand going? We have all these YouTube uh, followers, and we need to keep shit exciting. I know. Let's get another baby. Let's adopt a baby with needs. Well, we can't get one from Africa like we wanted. Let's go to China. Ooh, this baby has a brain tumor. That'll be fine. That's where the outrage should have been. You have a fucking Mm -hmm. family. This was all manipulation. Any line they said about we had so much love that we wanted to give to a new child, fuck you. You lie. You wanted to do it to show the world how awesome and cool you are, and Mm -hmm. when it didn't work out, you got rid of it like a college student in spring when they got a puppy in fall, and then they had to move back to their parents' house when the semester's (laughs) over, and they, they took it to the pound. The outrage should have been when they were adopting the kid in the first place, if everything that is said is true that it is going to someone that can handle a child with special needs, then good. Get that kid out of there. Get that kid away from them. Put that kid, the beautiful child, in with someone that will take care of it and knows how to raise an autistic child. I have a friend that has an autistic kid, loves him like nobody's business. He says it's the most... God. I have several friends with autistic kids. What am I saying? They all say it's the most challenging goddamn thing ever, but mm-hmm. it... it they love their kids like nothing else, and their kids, it, it, they say it's fantastic. So the outrage should have been up front, fuck these people for just <laughs> wanting a trophy child that they could show their YouTube followers, and fuck anyone for following them. That's where my outrage is, is, hey, kids, everybody, I'm going to give you parenting tips, follow my, and subscribe yeah. to my YouTube. Fuck you, fuck anyone that follows them. My outrage, <laughs> outrage over the kid, fake. Outrage should have been in adopting the goddamn. Who are these people? That's what I didn't understand from the story. What? Why are people following them? They're because... like a exactly. Like Who a are YouTube they? No, no that, that, that's the question. Why the fuck are they being <laughs> followed? It's John and Kate plus eight again. They they had four kids or five kids already, and they wanted one mm-hmm. more. They're just at, it's Octomom. It's how many kids can we have to to promote ourselves? Yeah, it's a Midwest low budget version of like Angelina Jolie's family. Like they're yes. just adopting kids from other countries. <laughs> Um, you know, I actually didn't think of it that way, Nathan, about like going all the way back in time to when they adopted it. I mean, I, I don't have a way of proving that neither do you, but I, that's an interesting angle of if they actually sat down and it was like a branding and marketing decision and they did it just for the dopamine hit and like the, to get those clicks going. I bet you they um, self-justified it every which way. It might not be as cold and mercenary as I described it, mm-hmm. but I know yeah. that's what it was anyway. It's, it's the Bill Maher thing. I, I, what's his sketch? Uh, we, we can't prove it, but we know it's true or I'm not, yeah. it, whatever it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. they may have said, Ooh, we have so much love to give. Let's get another child. But the instant the, the going got tough, they fucking got rid of it. Got good for that kid. I hope that kid is safe and in a better place because he does not deserve to be with those. It doesn't it deserve the punishment of being with those two fucking fucks. What I didn't understand yeah. is they adopted a kid who they thought had a brain tumor. Like, exactly. They said, we can deal with you, a brain tumor. Oh, it's autism. A kid, if you were willing to adopt a kid with a brain tumor, that can result in any all and any all sorts of trouble taking care of someone. And if he just said autism is not like worse than someone who has like can have half his brain missing or 
have any like kind of neurological damage. So what were they? What 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 do they think they were trying to get? They, they clearly did not. Were not. Were trying to adopt something with someone from China, and they weren't prepared to take care of someone with neurological disorders. Autism isn't like the worst neurological disorder. It's it's just uh, it's on the spectrum, <laughs> literally. Um, yeah. Well, I, like most things in China, it didn't last as long as it was intended. Anyway, uh, no, the sick burn. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm going to go legit outrage on this one because this one genuinely pissed me off because here, here's the thing. It, 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 what you said a minute ago, Nathan, I think was right when you said like the going got tough and they got rid of him. Um, the thing is, I actually um, – my brother has a slight case of autism and I grew up with it. And the thing is like, yeah, it's sometimes really difficult. But like you, you, you don't just trade him in or get rid of him when things get difficult. You have to deal with the challenges. And so the fact that these people – they found it too difficult and they're like, ah, fuck it. Let's just get rid of it. Like that, that goes against, uh, and I'm not a parent, but it goes against everything that parenting is supposed to be about. Am I wrong in saying that? No, I like, cause aren't, when aren't I say you signing the up outrageous, for all challenges when you adopt? I, I, I hear you. When I say the outrage is fake, I mean, it's misplaced. Uh, it, I, I get mm-hmm. it. People are outraged and they should be. My bullshit take is that, kind of what Sandeep said, who the fuck are these people? Why is anybody paying attention to them? Why are they turning to them for parenting tips? Obviously, they've just been exposed as shitty, horrible human beings and, and yeah. fucked up parents because, like you just said, your your brother, you're, you you mm-hmm. don't... I, I actually did... Fuck, I, I just thought of this. I didn't even realize it when I was thinking. When I was in college and just out of college, I did in-home health care for two developmentally disabled men um, it was a group home kind of just except for two of them in an apartment and their parents just couldn't take care of them. So they, 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 I would go and make their meals into whatever you just don't abandon. Yeah. I don't know how else to put it. Yeah. Well, the thing is, too, is that these people, they had almost a million YouTube followers. And you know, I, I was clicking around their channel a little bit to see what they were all about. They have like a nice house and shit like in Ohio. Like they're pretty well off, well to do people. And so they could totally have afforded a fucking nanny to come two or three days a week at least and help out if they figured it was going to be too difficult and they wanted to keep the kid. But they, I, they, I really, it does feels to me like they just use that as an excuse to get rid of the kid because it was a hassle. And that's what really fucking offends me about it. Cause you know, you, you don't get to just fucking get rid of people who are supposed to be your family. Yeah, you know what, you know what probably yeah. happened and this is horrible, but I, I wouldn't be surprised. Kid probably didn't test well. They they put it up on the YouTube. They they were doing shit, and it just maybe it didn't get the bump they wanted. Maybe <laughs> he, said he got a lot of views. They, oh, maybe the okay. So maybe it just wasn't worth the. Maybe the other kids got jealous, well, and they're like, "We need to get rid of this fucking." Uh, no, no, they got Chinese it was cute kid. at the beginning, but then they got tired of it. Kind of like Jennifer on Family Ties, or maybe like they're like uh, with a series of videos dedicated to Huxley's adoption, uh, earning some family some of the highest view counts. But then maybe in, since 2016, then his viewership went. Yeah. Know, he wasn't yeah. as much of his draw. It was right. just like and you also, said, it was going to be the uh, the cousin that got written out of the series. Like, oh, our viewers spiked. And now the, the fucked up thing will be is if they try this again in a year. Like, oh, let's try. Uh, I don't know. Well, see, the thing is, I, I, I actually thought of this, too, when I was going through the story. Is it, I have a feeling that it, and I'm going to be just as cynical as you are a minute ago, because I think one of us might be right about this. In like a year or two, they're going to do like a reunion thing where they like yeah. oh my god we went to visit him in fucking colorado or like wherever the fuck he is now and you know we love him so much and we miss him and do just to 
you know, for that fucking heartstring bullshit click moment. I, I really, I really think these people are pieces of shit, <laughs> like through and through. I, I, I'm, I'm a horrible person, uh, and I admit that. I would just love nothing more than if this killed their YouTube channel. If everybody that formerly worshipped them had a come to Jesus moment, uh, Jules is uh, alcoholics moment of clarity. However you want to describe it, went. Yeah. What the fuck am I doing with my life? Unsubscribe. And they watch something different or good or... Well, I'm glad you said yeah. that, actually, because a lot of people, they did the smart thing um, with the people who were mad about this. And they did the thing that they, uh, the same way that people protested the FIFA soccer thing a few years ago, they went after the sponsors. And I, I found out here that, because, uh, you know, 700,000 people watching your channel, you have sponsors. So Danimals dropped them, Playtex Baby dropped them, Suave dropped them. Uh, Big Lots dropped them. Chili's, the restaurant chain, which for some reason sponsored them, <laughs> dropped them. So uh, I'm so glad. Fuck these yes. people. And I'm so happy to hear them go down. You just made me like happy. That. You put a genuine smile yeah. on my face. That I thought you were going to say they protested by, uh, I don't know, uh, just filling Vuvuzela sounds over there. When you said soccer, they... Yeah. Over their, their channel. I don't, I, my first thought when I think soccer is I think Vuvuzela. Yeah. No, they went after the money, and, and so it looks like they it's going to cost them a bunch of money for this awful decision. So I'm happy to see awful people burn, I, you know? So this this outrage story, I'm going to go legit outrage um, with a happier ending than usual, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I see the so, – I think the outrage on people's part is legit. I just think it should have come sooner. Um, so, yeah, I, I will say legit outrage, and, and God bless that ending. Thank, I did not know that, so I am happy you uh, – yeah. I'm an atheist, and I'm, I'm saying God bless. So that 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 shows you how much this touched me. Yeah, same here, Sandy. How do you feel about this overall? Yeah, these people are famous for being parents. They're talking about shit. So they talk shit to the world about how amazing yeah. parents they are. <laughs> then they seek out to uh, adopt a kid with brain tumor with a brain tumor, and then they get a kid with neurological problems. And they're like, wait, we can't take care of this fucking kid. Yeah, you should have thought of that before. And you're your famous fucking parents. You should have just kept the parents you had. They suck. Yeah, fake they, real that's outrage a good point. for sure. They're, they're literally famous for being parents, and they couldn't do the fucking thing that they uh, claim is their claim to fame. That's fucking no. Crazy. Like yeah, if, they, yeah. if they adopted a kid with a brain tumor, and then he wound up having like renal problems, like he had no kidneys, and they didn't know, you know, they didn't anticipate that. Maybe I I might be able to. Okay, maybe you need to send him someone because he has. But you adopted someone with brain prop with a brain tumor, and he has autism with his a brain disorder. That's that's not worse than what a brain tumor could have been. You didn't think about that that he might have some social skills problems. You're adopting a kid with a brain tumor. That's what autism is. It's social problems. Oh well, we didn't know that someone might be. I mean, we just thought he might, you know, not be able to function and speak and be hugely mentally retarded. We're prepared for that. But oh wait. He has some trouble with social interaction, and he's uh, and he has uh, mental retardation. We didn't we didn't anticipate that. What do you tell you? Adopted a kid with a goddamn brain tumor. <laughs> Fuck these people. All right, and and that's what they said is oh we couldn't I I unless correct me if I'm wrong but I I I remember I think reading we could not get a child from Africa so we went to China yeah. where you can get uh and this is a horrible yeah. thing to say quote damaged kids like. China. Yeah, no, they, they, they wanted an Ethiopian yeah. specifically, originally. Say, so, yeah, these people are just fucking pieces of garbage. I need, I need to just, start it's... a parenting YouTube channel, and my first video will be, do you need to record a podcast uh, called uh, The Fake Outrage Report while your wife is out with her girlfriends <laughs> and so you can't parent? <laughs> 
put your kids in front of the Simpsons movie and go in the bedroom, close the door and do the podcast. That would be my first uh, one right there. Parenting tips with Nathan Timmel. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's funny. Kids yeah, love it. That- there we go. Um, also, one, I want to get back to one thing you said a minute ago. Um, you said that like um, one of the reasons they got rid of him was that maybe he didn't test well. And my brain went to like academia. Oh, and I'm like, oh, they got an, <laughs> they got an Asian kid thinking he was gonna like ace the math test and go to Harvard and take care of uh, them when when they got old. No, um, no, no. I meant then, with the viewership. Then he was autistic. Yeah, he was autistic, so he's not going to do that. So they got to get rid of him. Like that's what I what I thought <laughs> you were getting at. No, I'm sure he well, tested well. He'd be like a tutor speak. for our other kids. Yeah. yeah, no, exactly. exactly. Yeah, we, we got him because he'd be the smart one of the family. <laughs> no, and he, as right. an autistic person, he probably would have actually tested well academically. I don't really remember the gist of <laughs> yeah. it. I saw a documentary once uh, about this guy who was in a home and he had a brother that he didn't know about or he tried to, he burned him in a bathtub and they went on a journey through Vegas. He could, it, it was a long story. It was a, a documentary with Tom Cruise <laughs> and uh, uh, Dustin Hoffman. Very good film. I just got that. <laughs> there we go so legit outrage on that one yeah for me it's a slam dunk this is like a top like 10 for me all time on this show i really this story like genuinely enraged me um anyway so uh we're just about at the end but we always uh at the very end we ask our guest nathan timble is there anything that you are currently outraged about that you want to let some steam off on here in the universe no because uh, um <laughs> I didn't know I was going to get hit with this. I, I think I was too distracted. I was you to the show. actively <laughs> pissed by, like you, by that last article. The, I, I, the the hairstyle one pissed me off just because of the idea that anyone would be pissed off about this. But any outrage that I might have wanted to vent came from reading about this family using that child to... <laughs> that that was my... I, I That genuinely upset me. And so, yeah. There's, yeah. I mean... I'm not going to go down a path of what's going on in America right now, riots, and, and it's <laughs> it's being talked about, and nobody cares about my opinion. I have feelings, and I'm just going to keep them to myself because it's a sick, horrible world out there, and I I just hope shit gets better <laughs> over the course of the next couple of weeks because as we record, the, the country's burning. It, yeah, no, literally the country is on fire right now. Oh, and by the way, because we always do this... Um, Today's Sunday, May 31st, So, because sometimes these come out in like a week or two, so in case the country is no longer on fire when this comes out, it'll all make sense. Um, that is how that works. And that's a good place. Would you say it was a, a, a sad, dark world? I don't even remember. <laughs> I was spitballing. It was some, yeah. Yeah. I Well, whatever it is, I definitely agree with it, and that's a very morbid but good place to end. Um Thank you all for listening. Uh, you can hit me up on the Instas or the Twitters at fucking Phil. That's P-H-U-C-K-I-N underscore P-H-I-L-L. Um, you can get it Sandeep at Sandeep Sen Comic. How do you spell that? Is it E-E-P or I-P? E-E-P. S-A-N-D-E-E-P. S-E-N-C-O-M-I-C. Comic at uh, on Instagram and Sandeep Sen on Facebook. Yes. Uh, give us a five-star review if you have one minute of your life to spare. And also, uh, you know, email us, thefakeoutrageport at, at gmail.com. Uh, and Nathan Timmel, where can we get you at? Uh, everything is my name. I'm. You can Google Nathan Timmel, and I'm the only one. <laughs> there are pages of me. So my Twitter is Nathan Timmel, T-I-M-M-E-L. Facebook, mm-hmm. same thing. Instagram, same thing. It's. I'm the only one out there. I have a very nice, unique name. It's not like John Doe or Mark or... Timmel is unique. There we go. And if you're in Iowa uh, or anywhere in the Midwest, check him out. Go see him. It'll be fun. It'll be a good time. Um, if it doesn't get canceled, go, I'll be at Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle at the end of July in Royal Oak, Michigan. 
Hell yeah. I like that plug. Um, and before we go, as always, Sandeep Sen, any parting thoughts? Uh, yeah. Teach for America. Guys, that's a, that's a good thing that someone could do. <laughs> two years of volunteering. Yeah, your Facebook posts don't equal two years of fucking volunteering to teach an underserved kids. I, I, w- I would like to say that I'm sold on that. I, I am on Sandeep's side that if you donate two years of your life to teaching kids, you do not have to jump on Facebook and go, I am so angry because of whatever happened. No, you, you've served your time. You do not have to signal how angry you are at injustice. You have done good in the world. You don't need to go protest. You don't need <laughs> to talk about it. You, you've done good. That's right. You got your your woke points or whatever they're called. I they're not even woke points. They, not even, they, <laughs> they did genuine good. They went and donated right. two years of their life. So, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you know, because yeah, I'm 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 kind of wrong in saying because woke is kind of a derogatory a little bit. Anyway, goodbye. Thanks for having peace, me. Peace. Thanks for coming.